Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. Well, what's going on with uh, with Death Wish? What are, what have you implemented that you're really proud of that uh, maybe a couple months have passed so you're willing to share that strategy now so it's not a, a total copycat, but what are you working on over at Death Wish? Oh, man, so many things. Um, so it's funny. I, I remember seeing your post, you know, when you were looking to get, you know, if anybody wants to go through the, you know, the, the website breakdown. And, and it, it's funny, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to give him our website, because I know how I feel about it. And it's I'm, I hate it. So like, a lot of the things that we we're talking about that we mentioned on both of these sites, like, I like I we are guilty of currently doing, you know, like, it, to, to a far worse degree than than either of the two brands we talked about. Um, so uh, but with that, so we we just, um we just released uh, our new brand Bible. So we did a complete brand refresh of everything, uh, both our, our typeset, our logo, our colors, our language and everything. I think it turned out to be like about a hundred page PDF. Um, wow. And the reason we did that is because for the past, uh, I'd say nine months, been working on developing a brand new website, uh, which is scheduled to launch, you know, I it's, it's scheduled to launch March 1st, but um, probably within a couple of weeks at the worst case. So we're, we're, we're moving full steam ahead there. Um, what we're implementing on this site is, uh, to be honest, I'm like extremely proud of. I think, you know, we, we definitely, our product and our brand is built off of differentiation and, you know, not just trying to be a copycat and like trying to kind of exploit voids and, and, and just, you know, lead the charge, you know, and kind of take risks. And I think some of the, I don't think, I mean, some of the things that we're implementing um, for all the way down from the, from the product detail page to our content collection page, um, you know, there's no, currently no CPG companies that are currently, you know, doing that we're aware of that are doing what we're getting ready to implement. Um, and, I, I I wish I had a visual representation to show you right now, but it's uh like we're really 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 excited. Um, uh, other huge thing is we're actually getting ready to release uh, Medium Roast uh, to cool. on uh, yeah I think that's going to be released on February twelfth. Um, so we've been you know pretty much exclusively uh, dark roast coffee, um, and so we're we're really really excited to to release our Medium Roast coffee coming up here pretty soon. Um, but yeah, just a couple things I guess, <laughs> just a few. Oh, I like that. Love it. Uh, love it a lot. And I'm I'm just on the website now. And it's funny, some of the stuff that we did talk about is great job with the anticipate transit delays on that. And I'm on the collection page. And I really like how you have sort of mini ads or mini billboards as yeah, yeah. So you have the product, product, free domestic shipping with account, create account, which I think is another good takeaway where um, I'm actually learning this from Steve Madden. Anyone can create emails just for discount codes, get a little bit more skin in the game, especially with a consumable product, or uh, if people come back to your store quite frequently, then definitely have the incentive for a great account. You showed me how you set up the death with ca- death wish cash. And I think this is something that just about any brand could replicate. How do you set that up? Oh, through So we use an app called Smile, uh, smile.io. Um, we, and and to, to be totally transparent, this is like, again, with the, the way that we originally implemented it, um, I think we, we saw an opportunity, like this is like a really cool value that we can bring to our customers, create a little bit more loyalty, especially for loyalty for, uh, our customers who are not coffee subscribers. Um, 
I think we uh, th- this was activated right before I started with Deathwish, was a, just about two years now. Um, so by the time I got involved in everything, we looked at like this just needs a, a massive overhaul um, in how in how we you know add the better you know we we continue to communicate that value to the customers you know encourage them to you know utilize their points and apply their points to um to future purchases and build that up uh, so we're we're really looking forward to the new site's going to have a much better um just a much a much better environment ecosystem for uh to encourage people to you know not only create an account to see the value of like the rewards that come with that but then also utilize that um and then ideally you know like refer for, refer potentially new customers to it um but right now on our site there's just that little widget in the bottom left hand corner corner um and and it's it's a cool feature like i think uh it's you know again i i appreciate the compliment i think but it's at the same time like i also like i that's just another piece of this puzzle that i just i hate so much because i know that we we just haven't done we haven't executed in the right way um but looking forward to the next couple months of this one is more than zero but you also see two through nine on the table that uh yeah and it's like every day it's like oh i'm just leaving so much revenue and sales on the table Um, Uh, yeah exactly exactly the other cool thing too is, um, and maybe you haven't seen it because you uh, you're so crooked. But if you fire up an incognito window, the email capture pop up that offers the Deathwish cash. How do you set that up? That and how does that oh, convert oh. your email capture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, again, we're talking about the um, using incentivization for for lead gen. So um, what that is is uh, let's see. So what we used to do is it was called random gift code. So uh, periodically, about like every three to four months, what we would do is we would send a, a an email to our entire to our entire list, and we would just create like fifteen variations of the email, and each variation would have a different dollar amount, and then we would just essentially randomly split up the entire list and send them a random gift code. So it would be, it could be anywhere between like $2 and 15 cents to like a $90 gift code. Um, so the kid, it was, it was, go ahead. Just hearing that, I feel like I'm listening to a, uh, I watch a lot of magic, but I, I feel like I'm listening to a magician explain everything to say. Now you've entered your email. It's gone through. It could have been any one of these dollar amounts and it could have, the email could have been sent in at any given time. And there's just so many layers of, uh, of complexity to get to a, a finite number of, of uh, outcomes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so the way that we had it set up originally was it was just a campaign. And so I was like, we just were having a bit of an issue just kind of creating it. And then, you know, the dealing with static codes and people being a little too crafty with, you know, saying, like, hey, I got this $95 code. And we know for a fact they didn't. So I was like, let's just remove that. It's a successful campaign. And uh, or not, let's convert that into to a lead gen opportunity. So we just exactly that they put in their information. Um and essentially it gets split into six variants. Um, I think it's like two to ten dollars. Uh it's to be honest, like I recommend anybody who who um it's funny, again, I'm a very anti-discount person and using that to incentivize, as we just said, but it did work very, very well for us, um, which I'm excited to kind of get away from and evolve it. Um, but I mean we have I can tell you that that's that specific lead gen tactic has been running for about a year now, maybe a little bit more, and we've probably Got last time I checked, probably seventy thousand leads from it. Um, wow, it's yeah, it's it's pretty pretty darn effective. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's something that's worked out pretty well uh, for us so far. But again, trying to get away from discounting our product um, and our brand just to to capture a lead, we, we think there's a much better way to to go about that. But even then, it's and I hate the term uh, discount code. I always call it gift code, and I always make it a amount versus a percentage off like percentage yeah, off yeah, yeah. It's still, 
gift code is like, oh, cool. I got like five bucks of cash to spend when it's done, it's done. It's not something that I just found in a flyer or a coupon website. Yeah, I agree. I think there's certainly there's certainly some psychology there that that helps promote. I think like, you know, again, especially it removes the, you know, again, most people can say like, oh, 10% of $10 is a dollar, like you can kind of put that together. But the fact that like, you have to make that you have to kind of do that very quick equation like even that quick equation is a distraction like it is something that it like is like having the consumer or the potential customer just kind of process that so it's like you give them something something that they've quite literally tangibly held in their hand like a three dollar coupon or i'm sorry you know like three dollar off code or a nine dollar off code like i think people could kind of quickly think okay i've got nine dollars in my hand they still have to do the math but they're thinking more about like what they currently have tangibly held um versus you know 25 percent or 14 percent or whatever that might be i, I totally agree dollar i think go referencing a dollar off rather than a percentage off is certainly the way to go yeah and i wonder what converts better a dollar off or 10 percent off I bet a dollar off gets just as many conversions as as ten percent off. That's that's a really good that's a really good idea to test out. You know, I think I th- I, I mean because again, ten percent of a you know of literally anything more than ten dollars is more than a dollar. So I, I I bet you're probably right on that. Like, I'm, and it's just so visual to, yeah, yeah. to imagine the Walmart greeter saying, "Come on in here, spend a dollar on anything that you want in the store." Especially if you could buy like a single cake up for a dollar plus shipping. So like you'd be an idiot if you did it, but you can say like, "Hey." It's you don't need money to come shop at Deathwish Coffee. We'll we'll give you a free cake up. Yeah, yeah, we'll send you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome, actually. Um, awesome. But yeah, we've just been working on trying to, you know, we're like our our mission, our focus is to to build an iconic brand, and I think that we've got we've uh, we hired. 40 46 of our employees or 46 percent of our employees were hired in 2020 um wow. so I mean, like we, we grew That's a pretty considerable amount yeah we're everything is just kind of i think like we finally got all the right pieces all the right people in place and we're just like moving in the right direction and you know that's that's our goal and then lastly uh before we wrap up and just let us know where we'll let everyone know where they can find some some death wish coffee i know that we're both big esp guys we met at an email marketing conference, what would you say the biggest thing brands should do with their email marketing campaigns, whether it's Klaviyo or OmniSend or Privy or any of the other tools out there built for e-commerce, not some of the legacy SaaS tools we won't name, but we we both, <laughs> we both know how we feel. Um, what would you say that they should be doing in 2021 to, to just maximize uh, their conversion rate? I mean, I, like you said, you got 70,000 leads from, from that pop-up. How can other brands uh, assuming they have that same volume, really maximize their conversions through those 70,000 emails. Yeah. So um, there's there's so much to, to put in there. Like it's, I, I mean, I feel like I could say 10 things and all 10 things are almost equal. And then there's still another 10 things after that. But um, the focus on, on email, I think even no matter how many, if, if you get, if you're getting 10 visitors a day or you're getting a hundred thousand visitors a day, I think you should always be whatever you can do to, bring people to your website and then capture their email. And it's, it's funny, like I've, I've even seen pop-ups or like, you know, through Instagram retargeting, they're like, email's dead. SMS is where it's like, that's, that's so ridiculous. Like SMS is certainly a very viable channel, but email is, is clearly going nowhere. And I think with Google, uh, Google's like they've signaled and plainly stated in, in 2022, they are going to be removing third-party cookies from, from, from Google Chrome. And so the the outcome of that is is pretty convoluted but one thing that it makes clear to me is that it puts the emphasis on 
you need first party data for your customers. And so if you're looking at it from an own channel, you know, and that's, that's where we kind of talk into the conversion rate. So whatever you can do to capture a lead, capture a double opt-in quality lead, and then implement, um, implement, you know, a welcome series flow, implement a post purchase flow, you know, thanking them for their purchase uh, and inviting them to, to sign up for SMS, you know, and, and then, you know, if, if your product has a shelf life or has a, um, a lifeline of like, so for instance, coffee, you know, like people drink a bag of coffee, our customers about like about once every 10 days, you know, we have some people who go through like once every three, but so find that median time, um, you know, if you're in the CPG space and then send, and then send a follow-up email with that logic in place where like, Hey, eight meal, eight days later, like, Hey, you know, you need to re-up your supply, yada, yada, yada. Just kind of communicate that out there. Um, we, we actually have implemented that. We've seen a significant amount of um, people who just, you know, essentially repurchase through that email. And then what we can do from there is say, Hey, look, we, we've got, uh, let's say we've had a, we sent that email out a hundred times and 40 people ended up, you know, using that, that follow-up email to re-up, um, to repurchase. And so then what we could do is take those 40 people and instead of sending them another email and we'll say seven days in a flow, we'll just segment them out and then send them information about becoming a subscriber, actual coffee subscriber. Um, and so, you know, then, then you're able to kind of, you know, feed that pipeline. And I think subscription, especially, especially, you know, from the coffee standpoint, um, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, the pandemic pressed fast forward on, on e-commerce. You know, I think it just, people are so much more accustomed and comfortable with, with buying and purchasing, you know, daily essentials online, especially setting up that subscription, especially as it relates to grocery. And so I think whatever you can do to, uh, you know, to, to um, automate, you know, your, your revenue streams, I think you should always do that. Like you should always be looking to, you know, kind of bolster that process up and just use, use, you know, first party data and information from their own actions that they're taking place on your website or in within your email um, to identify, you know, what their interests are and, and, and what you think can help them, uh, you know, can just ultimately kind of improve, improve the relationship with them. And I think email is, Email is by far the best way to create that, to, to at least own that experience. Um, I actually think SMS is a better way to have more two-way familiarity, but email is uh, is definitely, yeah, it's the way to go. It's it's funny. I feel like email is probably going to be one of the most long-lasting, like viable, like truly viable uh, advertising or marketing channels, period. I mean, like, yes, you've got TV and radio still exist, but I mean, when you just look at the actual, the amount of money it takes to to manage a list of, you know, but we'll say a million subscribers. I mean, like you're, like, I think through Clavio, you're not talking like a lot. Of, that's like like five thousand, six thousand dollars a month. So it's like, I mean, six thousand dollars a month, and you could email a million people pretty much however much you want, regardless if you're not reckless. I mean, like the ROI is, is I could tell you firsthand is is very ridiculous. Yeah, um, like so if you if you think of, um, it was Privy who came out that each email subscriber is worth thirty three bucks. So right. for 5k a month to make $33, make 33 million, I will take that return on my investment every day. Like imagine if every time you could put in a slot machine, 5,000, like the house doesn't even make that. Caesars and properties doesn't make that kind of return on their investment. You're absolutely right. And, and the, 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 take it again a step further. And like the, the other huge benefit of that is that you own that data. That's, that's your information. That's like, you know, it's, it's not, you're not, you're not buying, you know, you're not buying, you know, demographic and psychographic and contextual information about people and then displaying an ad offsite. You know, you're, you're just, you're understanding your customer better. You're understanding the lifeline of your customer. And it's just, it's, a, it's, it's by five. I mean, it's 100% the most, um, it, it has the highest ROAS of any marketing channel. I, I, I don't think there still is a current, a better, more profitable channel period. 
Um, but it's like, there's just, there's so many reasons why you could do that. And especially if you, um, if you take your transactional emails and you, you, uh, there's a few, there's a few tools that do this, a few apps that do this. Um, if you take the transactional emails and then you, you send them through your ESP rather than Shopify, um, especially if you send from a dedicated standpoint, so you're not like on a shared IP, transactional emails have a ridiculously high engagement rate. So like in transit, alpha delivery, you know, delivered, you know, we see 70 to 80% open rate. And so like, that's going to give you a significant, significant deliverability boost on your marketing emails, which will then allow you to, you know, maybe be a little bit more reckless at certain times. Um, and then obviously, if you control, you know, to a, to a degree, uh, what what's inside those emails and where they where they go from a tracking page standpoint, which allows you to then re upsell and, and get them, you know, more hyped about their, their, their future product, or just put a blog in there, then, you know, just give them more time on site and just let them, you know, make it become a routine for them to kind of like be a part of your community and, and, and whatnot. And then that's all accomplished through email, which costs again, if you had a million subscriber, like we're talking like six grand a month, which is, I, I'm confident most businesses are spending a lot more than that and things that are not doing anything as remotely as important or impactful to the business. Yeah. Just like, I'm sure you have customers who have spent six grand themselves as individuals, not businesses. Like yeah, it's oh, just, yeah. insane. I mean, we're probably preaching to the converted here and we could do a whole nother episode just on email marketing itself uh well where can people find you what do you have going on that you want to promote where can people find death wish what hashtag should they use when they say that they uh bought a a, a bag of death what hashtags people use when they bought a bag of death wish after this episode to uh to help promote you all right so use hashtag death to week coffee and you can find death wish coffee pretty much everywhere uh we our last year was the first year we were not the number one selling ground coffee on Amazon for the first year in six years. Um, but uh, I think we're actually already back up to number two. So again, you can find us all over Amazon. Just search Deathwish Coffee. Um, you can find us on our website, deathwishcoffee.com. And if you live next to a grocery store, we are more than likely in that grocery store. We're in wherever. I think we're in like 25 or 30,000 retail locations around the country. Um and yeah, I think like what I, if I could ask anything, definitely just keep an eye out for, for our website that's coming out in a, in a few months. And then obviously if, if dark roast is a, you know, if you think it's a bit of kind of got too much of a bolder flavor, then I definitely suggest you, um, you visit our website. Uh, we did build a landing page for it for uh, deathwishcoffee.com slash uh, medium roast. Um, that's got some information related to our pre-sale and then the launch of the product. Um, and again, the caffeine content is the exact same as our dark roast. Actually, I think it's a little bit higher than our dark roast. It's just it's just a more palatable flavor for uh, for coffee drinkers. It's, it's it's super good. We're actually a little worried it might it might actually it might take over like our OG, like our OG dark roast bag. So uh, yeah, just be on lookout for that. And yeah. It's, and this is a Steve Jobs quote. It's better that you cannibalize your sales than the competition does. I mean, that's perfectly said. I'm, I'm definitely stealing that, actually. I'm going to use that. <laughs> Omnison's Carton Ciders podcast is back for season three. And I'm going to be joining your host, Greg Zakowitz, providing a little bit of color commentary at the start of every episode. I'm Lucas Walker, and you might know me from my stint at some of the top e-commerce apps. You might have heard my podcast or seen me as the founder of a natural dog treat direct consumer brand. I'm going to be bringing my experience to provide a little bit of color commentary at the start of each episode as Greg, members of the customer support team, and of course, 
OmniSend customers chat about their strategies and how they're preparing for the second half of the year. If you want to follow along, head to OmniSend.com, check out the resource library. If you're an OmniSend customer, you're going to get a ton out of this podcast. And if you're not, you still will as we look at merchants and their data across a variety of industries. But if you are curious about OmniSend, you can head to OmniSend.com, sign up for a free trial, get started in minutes. The most intuitive email marketing platform that I have ever used, especially when integrating with my Shopify site. So I'll see you right back here wherever you're listening to this trailer each and every week for season three of OmniSense Cart Insiders podcast. Hawaii Tea Time said aloha, hello, to Mesa and said aloha, hello, to $27,000 in savings. Patch Panel saved $37,000 in automations through Mesa. How much can you save with Mesa? Well, head to getmesa.com or find Mesa, M-E-S-A, in the Shopify app store to find out. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.